baby. World's a complicated place. And nobody will tell you different. And it's literally man versus corporation. And the corporation slides by, takes away their identity. So there's no soul to hold accountable. And that goes with technical difficulties. That goes with money, taxes, ideologies, emotions. And you'll never hear of this conglomerate of a corporation that cared how you were feeling and what you could have done or they could do to make your day better. Now, they'll, they'll, and their marketing kind of portray that and be like, oh, we care about X, Y, Z and your customer satisfaction is number one. But it's really not. It's just that they know that's kind of what you want to hear because if they really did care about you, then they'd be losing profits and it all comes down to profits, shareholders, and all this bullshit. But I'm sure there's gotta be a shareholder or two who's like, oh, that'd be nice if they looked out for the little guy once in a while. 2022 is nearly over and I watched a lot of movies, read a lot of books. I gotta say uh, the favorite book that I did read was the David Goggins book got the title now but that book is so good and it was kind of like a sleeper you just didn't know that it was going to be so good I mean I heard it was good and then I saw it and it was great or <laughs> I saw it <laughs> I read it and it was great <laughs> I did see a lot of it I saw every page but <laughs> um I read those pages and it really surprised me I took a lot from it I mean work ethic and leadership um and pushing yourself. And then my favorite movie of the year, um, wasn't put out this year, but the favorite movie that I saw was Panos Costamatos Beyond the Black Rainbow. And that's gotta be probably because it's one of my favorite movies now. Um, the artistic value, the cinematography, the music, the vibe, um, the abstractness of it. And I don't know, there's a bunch of really good movies, but that was probably my favorite. And Probably my favorite because it's probably my one of my new favorite movies. Um, 2022 is weird. I feel uh, we're still feeling like the aftermath of COVID or the, the lockdown and all that. I don't think financially the world's worked itself out. Um, you know, a recession in Europe, oh, America's next, stock market crash. Just fucking fear everywhere. Dude. That's all they fucking do is just push this fucking agenda and whatever. Don't be fearful cares but you know you need to care about family love you know integrity you know wisdom humility just fucking being a good fucking person and if everybody kind of focuses on being good then good shall happen and you can't have good without bad and it can't be good all the time so it's gonna go like this and life is a freestyle that was what i had learned in 2022 Life is a freestyle. Nobody fucking writes it down and this is how it's going to go. And it's going to go so perfect. It's not. It's a fucking freestyle. So get your fucking ciphers on, son. Hip-hop jokes. All right. 
watched some movies, watched a lot of movies because I wasn't feeling well. I was supposed to do this a while ago and I wasn't able to turn on the camera. I'm on a new camera. Um, and this is the GoPro mini mini. So maybe the audio is not as good cause I don't have a mic on it or I just have the mic that came on it, but I'm testing it out. I'm going to mostly use my main camera when I'm around and GoPro when I'm out, but wanted to use it. Um, I saw this in 4k deadly games, dial code Santa Claus. And this is a goodie, dude. It's a little crazy thriller home alone mixed with die hard. It's in French or maybe German. Yeah, no, it's in French. And Santa Claus gets caught in a home invasion, you know, heist movie. I don't know. It's fucking fantastic. If you've never heard of it, it's got a few different names. This is Deadly Games, Dial Code Santa Claus. And it's a good, good, good one. I got this from Vinegar Syndrome. Young Thomas is obsessed with action movies and video games, so much so that when his mother is out, he delights in turning the sprawling mansion where he and his invalid grandfather live into a makeshift battleground, concocting and setting elaborate trips, traps. Home alone, grandfather aside, on Christmas Eve, Thomas is soon faced with an unexpected and very unwelcome guest, a department store Santa Claus, who is, in fact, a deranged maniac on the loose. Putting his skills into action, Thomas begins in all the assault against the murderous Saint Nick, rather than risking his Christmas turning into something closer to Halloween. A dazzling mix of thriller action and horror and long rumored to be the unofficial inspiration for one of the biggest Hollywood blockbusters of the 90s. Huh. I bet you this was the inspiration for Home Alone. And it's not a heist movie. I've got that mixed up with what I'm talking about. Ooh, <laughs> all these fucking Christmas movies. But anyway, there's not a heist movie. It's this kid lives in a mansion and fucking Santa Claus gets fired and his mom's the boss and follows him home and fucking terrorizes. And then I saw, which I've always wanted to see, I've never seen. The Driver, written and directed by Walter Hill. And this is a fucking doozy, a diamond type minimalist, minimalist masterclass. Ryan O'Neill, Bruce Dern, Elizabeth and Jarney, who I love from uh, Possession. And this is just fucking movie making at its finest, dude. It's about some driver. I think they remade it, obviously, or the idea of it. This is awesome. Driver is the best wheel man for hire. His work is driving getaway cars and are ex, ex are driving getaway cars are exhibitions and excellence, works of art. He is a badass driver, and they got a heist, and those are always fun shit. And then I saw this, which was actually pretty good. Where's Papa? Um, Ruth Gordon, who was fucking Maud and Harold and Maud, and that's kind of why I wanted to watch this. Um, it was really good. Oh, it was funny because George Seagal is in this too. And I got another movie I watched with him just last night. So, um, this is from 1970. It's, it's a great little story. I don't know. I totally, I recommend it. Um, it's like, you know, dementia or something. I don't know, but it's a fucking great film. And then this is a fucking awesome. The Road to Selena, dude. Starring Mimsy Farmer, who's gorgeous. Robert Walker, who is really good fucking Rita Hayworth um towards the end of her career um it's a takes place hypothetically in Mexico but it's really in it's filmed in Morocco in the Canary Islands and <clears throat> this uh twists and turns it's just a really good film dude I don't know and Mimsy Farmer is gorgeous it's uh 
A young drifter stops at a desolate roadside service station. The owner identifies him as her missing son, right? And so he just goes with it and ends up moving in with her. And then I saw this. It was kind of touching. Hearts beat loud. And stars Nick Offerman. Um, Ted Danson's in it. Um, music runs in the family. It's about a dad and a dad who owns a record store and the daughter's going to college and they fucking put out something on Spotify and fucking gets popular and they're doing live shows. I don't know. It's kind of a neat little little feel-good story. And then um, I saw this. I never even heard of it. Thin Ice, uh, Greg Kennard, Alan Arkin, Billy Crudup, who is kind of a little amazing actor, actually. Um, this takes place in Wisconsin and it's like an insurance salesman and these fools set him up and it's kind of like high school wrong or backslash scam. I didn't know what it was about. I just watched it and I really liked it. So I check it out, Thin Ice. What year is this from? This is fairly new, 2011 or 2012. Galveston, uh, starring Ben Foster and Ellie Fanning. A thrilling powerhouse. This is fucking awesome. It's kind of like a noir based in hotels and road and Texas and it's hot, sweaty. It's just fun, dude. I really liked it. I'd check it out if I were you. I saw Violet Night, which um, is really good. Kind of a sleeper. Violet Night, I was getting mixed up with Deadly Games. It's kind of like a Santa Christmas heist thing. He's getting presents and, you know, they show up to rob a heist out of the mansion. Another fucking dude. It's like the, the prequel or the origin story of Santa being a Viking. Um... Uh, John Leguizamo as a mastermind fucking criminal who's always fucking amazing and kills it. And Santa happens to be delivering presents to the mansion when a fucking home invasion comes and they scare off his fucking reindeer and he's fucking fighting everybody. But he brings back his fucking origins of Vikingism and that's why it's fucking awesome. And it's also like Die Hard mixed with fucking Home Alone. And I don't know. I guess I didn't see any commercials for it. I just kind of went to the theater and saw it, and I was pleasantly surprised. And then I also saw Devotion, which is uh, kind of like a military movie based on, let's say, World War One or the Pacific or or no, no, it's the it's airplane pilots right after World War Two, with like nothing to do that all wanted to fight in the war, and then they get this job, and then <coughs> the guy starring in it um, is going to be the like new kind of villain in um creed 3 and he looks like just like he's such a fucking honorary fucking weirdo in creed uh creed 3 and in this movie he's amazing and because i saw the preview for creed 3 twice at those two other movies and then seen him in this movie i'm like dude that actor is the next big star you should heard it here first i don't know his name you'll see him um but he plays the villain in the Creed 3 coming out next year and the main character in this movie and it's good shit. And then uh, last night I watched Hot Racks or The Hot Rock. Also George Seagal and uh, Robert Redford. Dude, that movie's fucking amazing. Um, early 70s heist, prison escape. Like it is fantastic. It's hard to find. If you can see it, definitely check it out. The Hot Rock. And... Let me see here. I also saw Bullet Train, which I was pleasantly surprised with. Um, I was going to see it in theaters and never did. But if I would have known that the same director who did Atomic Bond and did that, I would have checked it out. And I, I really liked it. Um, shout out to Bullet Train with um, 
Brad Pitt and uh, a bunch of other motherfuckers on a bullet train. But I thought it was really good. And I also saw uh, Randomly, which I owned on Voodoo, Kill Me Three Times with uh, Simon Pegg. And I really liked it. I guess it's got bad reviews, but I just kind of turned it on and I really, really did like it. That being said, have a happy new year. Merry holidays. Um, try your hardest. Do your best. Stay amazing. Read more books. Podcast. Jeebus. Ah.